Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because these are my personal favorite types of episodes to record because instead of being by myself, pretending like we're chatting, I actually have my favorite person on the planet here with me today, my husband, Sina. What's up, babe? What's up, y'all? I am really pumped because we're going to talk about being a beginner and a really important reason that I started this podcast in the first place was to pull back the curtain and say, like, come with me. Let's figure this out together. And I think there are a lot of people that whenever you're on the show, Cena, you know this, that really resonate with kind of some of the things that come up for you that are different than they are for me when you're starting something new. So whether you listening into this episode are, you know, leveling up in your career or you're starting a new hobby or you're pushing yourself in a fitness school or you're an entrepreneur like we are or you're just navigating newness, I think this episode is going to be a powerful reminder for you. And then we also are going to talk a little bit about consistency and the power of having a strong why. So we're going to riff today. Um, Let's riff. And I'm excited. So Sina, give them a tiny bit of backstory if they're not familiar with your story of like why you're in a new stage. So we can kind of talk about that. Yeah. So super high level is, you know, leaving a career last year in dentistry and starting something new in in real estate. Um, That's what we're in now. So like fundamentally, when we were thinking about the decision and actually like transitioning to that, we're like, okay, yes, starting over again or starting new again is a challenge on its own. That's its own hurdle to get over to even get you to leave where you're at. So that's like one thing. But then when you're in it, it's a totally different battle because it feels so differently. Yeah. Well, and at the beginning of something new, it's like you're excited. Yeah. And I lean more towards getting super, super pumped about the newness. But the reality is it's hard to be new at something because you naturally want to compare yourself to a prior version of yourself when you were good at something. Yeah. Like you could do – root canals or whatever, you know, with your eyes closed, you probably do, but like you could <laughs> don't go to a dentist who does root canals with their eyes closed. <laughs> but like, Pro you know, tip. you could do that really well and you knew exactly what your role was. But then yeah. when you're jumping into doing something new, like in the real estate space, as we're building out our own portfolio, it's completely new. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like every stage is so many firsts. Like mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Like the process of buying a piece of property is like, It's not just, I like this, I'll take it. There's like 15 (laughs) steps and each one of them are brand new. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, uh, inspections. Like, okay, what do I look for on inspections? And we're Googling everything on an inspection. (laughs) So like when you get an inspection report back, there's a ton of stuff, but like some stuff doesn't really matter, but you don't know. You think everything's a big deal. And like, okay, so do I need to get this fixed? But like, it's just so many firsts and you go into like contracts. It's like, okay, well, do I sign it here? Like what? It seems like it's in a foreign language. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's the first time reading this contract. I need to read every word. Like, obviously I don't know what it says. Like every step along the way is the first. And so it just feels so much harder. Yeah. But like trying to keep in mind is like by the 10th time doing this, it's going to be a lot better. Just like anything else was, you know, like related back to when I was in dentistry, like my first root canal, 
every step was hard. I was like, I got to make sure every step is good. Mm-hmm. And then you eventually, I eventually got to the point where I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, you start moving faster through it and you start like getting better and more confident that you nailed that step um, and not hesitate or question yourself as much. Yeah. It's such a good reminder too, that as humans, we're meaning creating machines. And I think when there's a lot of newness, it's really easy to think that that means that you're not cut out for it if you don't understand it the first time. But in reality, when you look back to anything in your past, you didn't understand anything the first time. You didn't know how to do it when you got, you know, to your corporate job and you sat down at the table and they're like, okay, here's your logins. You had no idea like who to contact for anything. But you learn that through those first steps as you're putting your reps in. But I think what's really interesting that I wanted to ask you about, because I felt like it would be helpful for the women that listen into the show is the critical nature that kind of comes up when you're you're new at something that comes up for you that for whatever reason doesn't come up for me because I got my own things that we'll talk about. But for you, a lot of women can connect with like the, you know, like the feeling that comes from doing something for the first time and being really harsh to yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, and as, as an example, like, so Kish and I are building out our Instagram page for Get Investing. So we're gonna Which is going to be our new podcast yeah. for people that are in the investing space. By the way, Think about how funny this is. Get investing, G H E T, because our last name is now Get Mary, like yeah. Get Married, no D. Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We just started this account, get.investing. Yeah, follow. <laughs> anyway, It'll be in the show notes, don't worry. Um, so, Cash has done social for so long, and I've always been like a lurker, pretty much. <laughs> like, a lurker? Po- like, I don't post, I just kind of oh. like. You know, what are they like? Like you're lurking behind me. Yeah, you just kind of like, you know, you look at stuff, but you never like or you never post. But like, I know the importance of it. I think there's a lot of value in social and especially sharing our message because that's important to us Mm -hmm. to be examples of people that, you know, leave, you know, good or leave, leave a a structured job or dentistry or whatever your version of that is. And we, we change paths and go. And one of the easiest ways is on social. Fundamentally, I know that, but showing up and doing it. It's very foreign to me. Yeah. Unlike for you. So like yesterday we post a video of like talking to the camera and I'm so critical of like, do I sound weird? Do I look weird? Am I doofus? Like, <laughs> like you know, and, and just overly critical when the shift should be, we talked about this, like the importance should be more on consistency than quality. Like, yes, you want it to be good, but it's actually weighs a lot more weight to, to be consistent because you're going to get good through consistency. And build confidence internally, which I think is the most important part that we forget about is choosing to be consistent at anything, whether it is you're building a new brand like Sina and I are on social media, or you're trying to get into your, you know, your health habits and reach certain goals that you have, or you're wanting to prioritize your marriage. So maybe you're, you know, biting your tongue at something that you would have said before because you just realized you want to pick your problems, whatever it is for you. It's recognizing every single time that you do the thing that you said that you're going to do after the feeling that you said it in is gone. It's like you're building building up your confidence muscle and the confidence is necessary when you're doing something new because back to the original point, it's so hard to be new at something because you absolutely positively are going to suck until you keep putting your reps in and then you can get good. And if you really focus on it, you can get great. But it's, it's interesting because fundamentally, I feel like a lot of people know this. I'm sure, you know, you listening into this episode right now, you know, this fundamentally in your head, but it's really hard to practice that self-compassion while also simultaneously taking radical responsibility to show up knowing I have to rip the bandaid and I'm going to put myself out there and put this video content out there, yeah. or I'm going to prioritize getting that workout done because I know that it's not just about the actual outcome of the thing. It's about 
what that's gifting me and my own confidence so that I start to believe in my ability to show up and keep promises to myself. And then externally, if you do happen to be someone who's building a brand, it builds credibility because people trust you because you're just showing up so freaking consistently, which matters. Yeah, it's like this weird feedback loop where it's like you got to put out content when you suck to then get <laughs> get confidence to get you get the confidence and consistency, which in turn, that confidence makes you get better. It's like this weird loop yeah. and you can't skip the stages ever. Mm-hmm. Like, and as humans, that's just how we are. Yeah, some people might move faster through it, but the ultimate hack is consistency. Yeah. No matter what. And like what I said to you yesterday when you are posting this video and seeing was like, do I sound weird? Like, do I look weird? And I'm like, it's because you're not used to seeing yourself that way. It's like, it sounds great. It's awesome. And what's cool that I reminded you of that I remind myself of often is there's going to be a future version of you that will look back on this and be really proud of you because you'll get to see how far you've come. And I've done that with my first podcast episode. You know, whenever we have women that are going through the podcast course, I always tell them, go back and listen to my first episode because I was so sweaty and so awkward. Or even think about when I recorded my first video, when I had that gigantic easel. Remember for the, I used to have a membership course and I would like ride on this easel with a big sharpie and it was such a mess and i remember one time i spelled environment wrong oh it was like such a pain and it's like you look back and you actually have so much pride because you recognize that you were willing to do it scared and you get this fulfillment that comes from knowing that you earned getting better at it like the fact that we can jump on a podcast together and just riff we've got no notes you know we can kind of just go for it we couldn't have done this before. Like your first time on the podcast or my first time on a podcast, like you just don't feel as comfortable, but those reps build confidence. Yeah. That's a good point. I remember when we first did our first podcast and I was like so sweaty and I was like (laughs) listening to it back. I was like, good. Like did I, Oh no, I stuttered. Like it was so critical. Now it's like, we probably won't even hear this stuff goes live. Exactly. I mean like, cause it's, it's true. And you just have to take examples from your past and cling on to those and also like kind of hone in your why to keep you going. I hope you're loving today's episode with Sina. I wanted to quickly just pop in here and thank our sponsor of today's podcast. In case you're not familiar with this company yet, you got to know about them. They're called Gut Personal. And I actually started using Gut Personal supplements a few months before Sina and I got married. I don't know if I've told you this story before, but I literally had crazy rashes that were coming down my neck, my back under my armpits. And to say that I was freaking out was a drastic understatement. The dress that I wore for our wedding, like literally the the back of it went so freaking low, you would have seen all of these rashes. So I wanted to fix it. And I naturally wanted to go the topical route of like, what kind of cream can I put on this? But I knew that I wanted to actually focus on my health. And I figured that it was something correlated to my gut. So I reached out to Bridget, who's the founder of Gut Personal, and she helped me get on a regimen of supplements to heal my gut. And I love Gut Personal because what they're all about is customizing your supplements. So maybe you have some gut issues going on that you don't even realize because so many of the symptoms are normalized in our culture, although they're not actually normal. Obviously, if you have crazy skin problems, you're like, oh my gosh, this could be a gut health issue. But even seen it with digestion or like bloating feelings or like having issues with your poops or anything like that, that's not actually normal. But when you've got symptoms like that, you can feel really overwhelmed. But instead of guessing, 
guessing what supplements you might need or trying to waste a bunch of time on Google or waste a bunch of money on stuff that's not even working for you. Gut Personal is about helping you customize your supplements and they do it in a really convenient way. They've got this quiz on their website that you can take that's going to give you personalized recommendations based off of the symptoms that you might be experiencing. And then they use that information to actually get to the root of the problem. So you're not just like healing the symptoms, but getting to the actual like juice, like what is actually causing these issues to happen. So anyways, I just love when companies actually care about educating people and really want to help you get what you actually need. So you're not just buying a bunch of products that just sit in your shelf. You know what I mean? So anyways, if you want to check them out, head to gutpersonal.com slash Keisha, that's K-A-C-I-A, and take their quiz. It doesn't take you very long, but it's going to be really helpful for you. And then if you use code Keisha, you can get a discount on any of their products. And then of course, if you love Gut Personal or you try out one of their products or you have questions, slide into my DMs on Instagram. I love chatting with you and I hope that you love them as much as I do. Now, without further ado, let's get back into the show. Yeah. And let's jam on that for a second because I do think it's really important to talk about this why aspect. And you and I talk about this often where I think sometimes there's people that get caught up in this big vision why and they forget about how they have to make it personal. And then there's some people that get caught up in the personal why and that they forget that they simultaneously need to make a bigger vision because it's really easy, especially when you're doing something new or you feel like you're just stumbling a lot or you're juggling a lot. Like right now for me, I'm brand new to planning my first live event. And obviously every single thing that we're doing, we talk to sponsors and we're figuring out details. I've never done any of this stuff. And then also together, you and I are going to be building out a podcast and we're doing the real estate stuff together. So it feels like there's a lot of newness. It would be really easy for me to say, screw it on any of the things because it's just a lot of stretching and like just picture stretching your physical body right now. Like if you're listening into this picture stretching, how uncomfortable that is. Like that's how it feels in my body where I'm like, Oh, I'm doing so many new things. Like I'm going to puke or I don't know what's going on. But you, but when you know why you're doing it, then it's going to keep you showing up. Especially if you're adding something new onto your already full plate, then it's easy for that to be the first thing to go when life gets crazy, but not if your why is strong enough. Yeah. And you know, we can jam on our why, but I think it's really important that's been really helpful for me, I guess, is to have this very personal why of who is going to be impacted as a byproduct if I show up for this and who's going to be negatively impacted if I don't show up for it. That gives me that skin in the game from a personal note. And then knowing who is it that I really want to serve? What problem am I most excited to solve? Who am I most excited to help? If someone were to slide into my DMs and say, Keisha, this episode of Empower Her hit home with me, who is that person? Well, it's a person that's similar to you and I, Sina, where everything on paper made sense to them. And then they decided to give up their version of good and go for great so they can resonate with this episode and they're going to slide into my DMs or tag us on Instagram and say that they vibed with it because they're like, I connect with that so much. I'm starting something new. That's who I'm most excited to serve. And I want to help all of those women see that it's okay to give up good and go for great. And it's okay to go against, you know, what society is telling you to do to craft your own timeline. And that is such a big reason that I show up, but I don't think that in the days where it feels really hard or I'm really doubting myself or I just am having a real ugly cry and I'm like, like I like shut the door, go into our room and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, that I would keep going if it wasn't also personal and about us and about our family. Yeah. So maybe you can share your perspective on that and like how you get yourself to keep yeah. going. Yeah, I mean, I think that the 
point that you said that I want to touch on is like you can't you got to have both. You got to have the big vision because that that helps you think bigger. That helps you get out of your current situation that that you want to get out of. But that's that's great when you're motivated. It's not great when you're in it sometimes and it doesn't it feels really hard. So then you need to have the personal like your personal reasons whatever they are to keep you going in those hard times. And vice versa, if you just have like personal reasons and not a bigger vision, it's not going to push you or stretch you to like do something bigger mm-hmm. uh, if that's what you want to do, right? So you got to have a balance of both to be able to kind of switch off what you tap into in times of good and when it's hard. Yeah. Like back in even 2014 when I was building my first business and I was working at Google while you were at NYU Dental School, I remember feeling Like I had no idea if it was going to work out, the business that I was building at the time. I had no proof to look back on to say last time I did it, it worked. Versus right now, starting a new business or planning an event, I can look back on other things that we've done, like memberships or courses or whatever in the past. I'm like, okay, last time I built a business or launched something, it did work out. I do believe that maybe I can figure this out too. It doesn't mean it's not hard. It just means you have that evidence that kind of supports and helps build up your confidence. But during that season, I remember so many times where you know you'd have to go to bed because you had early clinicals in the morning and I would stay up late at night and I would have to remind myself I'm doing this because I want us to have options in the future. You, Sina, were such a huge reason of why I was showing up. And then it was also like I've talked about in the podcast many times before. It was this hypothetical conversation that I was having with our future kids in my head. Obviously, we don't have kids yet, but I was thinking, I want to be the mom who is living, breathing proof to them of what's possible. I want to tell them that they can build, you know, whatever dreams that they have on their heart. And I want them to be able to look back at me and be like, mom, I know I can. I watched you. So I made it so personal. It wasn't just about the people that I wanted to serve, although I knew who that was and I was motivated by that. But it was also about knowing that when you were done with dental school, that we would have options that although we paid a crap ton of student loans, that we would have less student loans and that you would get to not be as stressed in pursuit of it. Like it had to be really personal for me, which is like, I think about news shows. Obviously we don't ever watch the news anymore. Um, but you know, like if there's a fire or something and they talk about how many people died, they often focus in on one particular family or a couple so that you can like personalize and connect with it. It's almost like our brains need that for ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it makes, it just makes it stronger. Like, and that's just a fact of how human, we're just emotional beings. So yeah. if you don't have that coming up for you, it's going to go out the window when, when it gets tough. Yeah. So what do you think is helping you push through this beginning stage? So for those that don't know, it's like we're focused on building up our own personal rental portfolio. At the time that this episode is released, we will hopefully be 24 hours from closing on our first quadplex. We're also the following week, hopefully closing on our first Airbnb. And then we're going to be building out Get Investing, our podcast, to talk about the journey and building out the social and all of that. Um. This is hard though, right? It's a lot that we're juggling. So how are you personally tapping into your own why? Like what is, I I mean, obviously I know, but for sake of people listening in, what is your why and what keeps you going when it would be easy to throw in the towel sometimes? Yeah, I think uh, big picture why is building something kind of bigger than us. I think that's a big reason why I left dentistry is I really didn't feel like that was happening to like for our kids one day, like leave them something, like leave them a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um on an immediate, like, personal level, it's helping people that were in my situation, mm-hmm. you know, being able to share that with people. I think, um, you know, I've me- I've relied on some mentors, you know, we we watch people on YouTube videos and podcasts that have kind of paved that way. Yeah. And I think everyone can just be a couple steps ahead and help someone that's a couple steps behind. Mm-hmm. And people in my situation that were in a 
medical job or like a corporate structured job. You know, you left like six years ago, um, you know, but maybe someone that's in a ton of student loans or, or you know, spent 10 years getting to a profession um, to, to see that you can get out. Yeah, to see an example because yeah. you are living, breathing proof of what's possible. It's like yeah. you went to dental school for four years. You went to undergrad. You know, we had hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt, but you still were like, this is not the life that I want. And you mentioned something before to me about, you know, when people have reached out to you and said, what about your student loans? Yeah. What what did you say to them? It is funny when people are like, well, I, how, do you, how are you going to pay your student loans? Like, well, you just pay them with different source of income. <laughs> like, yeah, right? like they're not checking whether you made the money from being a dentist or they, they just want to get their money back. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's, it's funny. We get caught up in our heads as humans of like, I have to do this now because I spent X amount for this many years. We put in like, well, I have to pay it off with this profession. It's like, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, it's actually probably easier not to, but um, it's weird how humans work and they put that in their brains. It's the time invested in thinking that that's what you need to do to stay the course. Yeah. But I think the question that really made us decide for you to leave and for us to know that we were going to have to navigate something new, because I haven't been in the very beginning building stage of something in a while. Yeah. Like, I mean, I started my first business in 2014. So even when we're talking about like, you know, social media with you or putting ourselves out there or like, what's the brand? It's like, I haven't done that in a while. It feels as if it, it's like, whoa, I got to tap back into that. Yeah. But we did ask ourselves, is what we're doing now getting us closer to the bigger vision or further from it? And you practicing as a dentist, knowing that one of your main sources of fulfillment for you individually is growing something bigger than you. Yeah. Obviously, you know, losing your dad and impacted that even more, thinking more about legacy and what are you going to leave behind and all of that. Like that's been on the forefront of our brain a ton. But even prior to that, you were starting to think like, am I just going to be doing the same thing for 25 years? And it didn't align with our future vision, which was that we wanted to create something together. And we wanted to both be in the car, taking our kids to school in the morning. And we wanted to create this lifestyle that it didn't actually make sense with what we were doing. It's like you becoming a better dentist wasn't getting us to that vision. So something had to give. And at some point it's like, you're going to have to recognize that you're going to have to be a beginner if you're starting anything new. And I think it's just really powerful for us to be transparent about this journey and say like, yeah, sometimes it's really hard. And I think it's going to be hard in a lot of different seasons. But I know that when we do have kids and we're doing this, we're, we're going to be like, dang, like yeah. we did it. The good news is it's easier than ever to be a beginner again with so much information out there. So many of the people you can pull inspiration from like that have Great done it point. before. There's probably someone in your situation that's got, gotten what they wanted that's similar to what you want. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's someone that was in a worse situation that got what they wanted. I mean, it's so easy nowadays to find YouTube videos and people on social. And, and that's why I think the social is so important is like, you never know who you're going to resonate with. Cause some people you're turned off by. And then some people are like, Oh, they like you pull inspiration from. And, and we've, that's happened to us with certain people. Yeah. It's really important. And I say that to podcasters all the time. It's like, it doesn't matter if there's somebody that has the same idea for their show as you yeah. because they can't do it like you. Yeah. And you, you see that and it sounds so fluffy of like, nobody is you. You're the only you, but it, but for real, yeah. because some people are going to resonate with your tone and you know, the fact that you left dentistry and now you're in real estate and you're maybe, you're not like a super flashy, like huge personality type of guy. You're like a, 
you're just like a strong, stable, like warm person. But there's some guys that do this that are super like, I'm Brad from LA, you know, like those people, no offense to them. Like they need to be that way. So other people can be inspired by them. But the way in which you're going to do this and the way in which we're going to do this together, people are going to be able to look at us and say, Oh, I resonate with them and I can learn from them. Yeah. And every single person, including you listening into this, if you have something on your heart that you want to do, it doesn't mean that you have to build this big business and quit your corporate job. But if there is something that's pulling at your heartstrings, like starting a blog or a podcast or sharing content on social media, or even just being the example of the person who at 55 years old, you decide this is the time that I want to get in the best shape of my life and run a, you know, do a triathlon. Somebody needs to see you do it with your circumstances. And that's always been such a big part of my why. And I know that's been a huge part of your yeah. why too. Well, yeah, the hard part is, is you're not going to get the feedback of that until you don't need it anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Like in the beginning, there's, you know, there's your supporter friends, there's your other friends, and then there's the, those strangers that are watching you. Mm-hmm. And by the time that those people reach out and say, you changed my life or you helped me inspire this, you don't care about needing. And, and in the beginning, you want that more, obviously, because like you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. But by the time you don't need it anymore, that's when it all started coming in of like, oh, thank you for that. Like, thanks for showing me this, like stuff like that. Yeah. You you still want it for yeah. sure. Like if you like this episode, please tell us. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> no, but for real, like you still want it. But to your point, that's actually really interesting because my experience as an entrepreneur was at first people are like, oh, like what's she doing? And then you've got this like handful of supportive people, Yeah. but then you start doing it and they're like, oh, like like who is who is she and then and then it works they're like oh how did she do that and then it gets you know bigger or whatever and then people are like oh she thinks whatever i mean no matter what you do people are always going to have something to say and it's just reminding yourself that your why is the reason yeah that you're going to keep showing up and reminding yourself that if you are a beginner you're in the character grit resilience building season you don't get to build these skills when you're at the top of your game, when you already know what you're doing and you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to build skills that transfer into every single aspect of your life. So if you're in it, welcome to the club. <laughs> we're in it too. <laughs> Shoot us a message. We'll uh, support you. Don't yeah, we're, we're here to support you. But thank you so much for listening in. I hope this episode was helpful for you. Cena is now starting to post on Instagram. So if you want to follow him. Some pretty um, fire t- content. Um, babe, I tell, him, so tell him your Instagram account. Yeah, it's Cena.getmiri. How do you spell it? G-H-E-T-M-I-R-I. Well, thank you. That's my new that's my new name too. New so name, Kate, Kate, But you can follow our investing journey at getinvesting, G-H-E-T dot investing. And yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.